Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, a bonus episode of the NFL, the worst league ever, a draft edition. I'm here with Tim, who is a member of our Discord. Tim, say hello. Hey, everybody. What's up, buddy? And then Greg, I guess, is here too. Hey, Greg. Yeah, I'm chilling. What up? All right, cool. Yeah, um, no, today I'm going to ask here. really dumb questions about the NFL because it's a dumb, sticky, poo-poo league. And <laughs> from there, I, I guess we'll start off. Let's let's just go right into it, right? Who were the Browns taking at number one? Is it Josh Allen? Is it Rosen? Is it maybe Lamar? Is, is that Lamar's the fifth guy? Am I wrong? Uh, it'd probably be Allen, Darnold, Barkley, maybe uh, Chubb. Everything I've seen today is saying Darnold. It's almost yeah. unanimous at this point. I'm with you there. I actually saw something earlier that said there's a lot of talk of uh, – Mayfield actually going one the, to the Browns. The headline on ESPN today was Brown Browns may go Baker Mayfield. And I felt like yeah. that was just like, hey, I want clicks so I can make money. Possibly. Uh, well, this is Tim, Tim and I have talked about this a lot in the Discord. And the reason why I want to bring Tim on is because he's kind of become our resident football guy in our Discord channel. Tim, you're our football uh, expert, in case you're wondering. Uh, uh, this is definitely 100% misinformation season. So teams are specifically saying... We're thinking about this guy just to get people off the scent of the guy they're actually thinking. Um, yeah, this is this is smoke screen time, and and honestly, y- you can you can project anyone anywhere, but we're not going to do it till draft night. And there's going to be a lot of shocks, I think, especially in this year's draft. I think there's going to be a lot of wow, I can't believe that team took that guy. Now, one thing Tim and I can agree on is Darnold is not our number one quarterback. We have no. different number one quarterbacks, but we are both unanimous in that. Darnold is not that guy. However, we both also think Darnold's better than Josh Allen, so that's definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah, it, it, Josh Allen's the bottom of the pile. Let's let's just start there. You think he's the Josh, bottom? Josh yes. Allen, Ryan is going to be the worst quarterback taken in this year's draft. Of all Hands the quarterbacks up. taken in this year's draft, Josh Allen will be the worst. I say, a guy he, I say he settles round. firmly at third, and I'll take a dollar on that. I what bet the third you 20 best quarterback? That he's not. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a bet that he finishes the third best quarterback of the five. I, how much 20 he is. I just said a dollar. I'm done. I'm okay. locking in that bet. <laughs> cool. Um, I'm, this is, Tim and I, the funny thing about Tim and I is, the, so Tim's a big Giant fan, right? We've agreed that the Giants, if they're smart, take a quarterback at two. What we don't agree on is who that quarterback should be. Well, I thought the quarterback would be Sam Rosen. Or maybe oh, it's Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. I don't know who Sam Rosen is. Why did I Sam, Sam Rosen? Rosen. Oh my the god, Rangers. the Bushes breakaway. Oh my god. Are we <laughs> That'd be the best podcast? quarterback interviews ever. Yeah. <laughs> Save by Allen. Um, uh, I'm a big Josh Rosen guy. I've been a big Josh Rosen guy. Tim knows I've been a big Josh Rosen guy. I just think I just think Rosen, health issues aside, is going to be hands down the best all around quarterback taken in this year's draft. And that's kind of where that's kind of where I deviate from from Greg. Like I, I really like Rosen. I think he's a probably the second best NFL ready quarterback right now. His health issues just scare the hell out of me, man. Uh, concussion. If it was shoulder, that's fine. Concussion issues scare me just because it all it takes is one really bad hit 
with his history to to put him down for a long time, and I'm that's not something I'm willing to risk with the second overall pick, and that's the only issue I have with him. And who's the guy you would want if he, if he was there? Baker Mayfield, one hundred percent. Is it Baker he, Mayfield? Just like okay, I don't know anything. Let's clear this up. You're good. But everything I've ever read about Baker Mayfield like smells of Johnny Manziel V two. So that common, very common analysis. Um, aside from the vague character issues, which I mean, Johnny Manziel was snorting cocaine and drinking at frat parties on the weekends and not studying football, which Baker Mayfield's a, a tape junkie. Cocaine is pretty great. So yeah, I mean, sure, sure. But Baker Mayfield's a tape junkie. He's in in the film room grinding out every single every single night. Is what all his teammates have said. He plays a completely different style than uh, Manziel. I mean, Manziel's was, I think he was over over 30% of his plays were run plays, something around that that number range. Mayfield is a different passer. He's not He's not the scramble to find a run. He's the scramble to find a pass and run. It's his second option. My dog disagrees with uh, you. He thinks he's shit also. That's, that's fine. I, I think Baker Mayfield will clear-cut being the number one quarterback in this Do you class. feel and, weird that Baker Mayfield has small hands? Do you think like, maybe he can't grip a football? No. I mean, he he passed every single metric you can think of above all the other quarterbacks. He had – his height was not an issue. He had the least number of batted down passes. Now, remember, and, short quarterbacks traditionally have large hands. I, I listen, no, this is great analysis he, for me, so stick with me. No, you're good. You're good. It, it's – Usually what you're looking at is an issue gripping the ball, right. But I, I honestly haven't seen anything noted that there's an issue, been an issue with his grip. There's been no issues with his velocity. He's two miles an hour behind um, Josh Allen, who's supposed to be heralded as this great, great arm, strong talent. Uh, he's two miles an hour behind him, which isn't that big of a deal. And there's really no correlation so far that, throw velocity has anything to do with NFL success. Uh, just because the sample size is really small, but you look at a guy like Deshaun Watson who had probably the lowest throw velocity and he's been great in his limited amount of time. I got, while we're talking quarterbacks, I have two fun prop bets for you guys. I'm ready for you. Personally. Over under three and a half quarterbacks taken in the first five picks and over under five and a half quarterbacks taken in the first round. Under on both. I'll take under on the first and did you say five and a half in the first round? Five and a half in the first round. So we're we're assuming there are four guarantees, right? Darnold, Mayfield, Rosen, and Allen in some order will go in the first round. So I'm basically yeah. making you choose is Lamar Jackson and Mason Rudolph gonna go at the end of the first round? I Lamar Jackson's going in the first round. That's that's a good a guarantee. I, yeah, I, he's either going to the Cardinals or, or the Patriots if they trade up. So I'm basically betting on Rudolph. I'll take the over. I think uh, just to make the, it fun. I think the Ravens are a very sneaky Lamar Jackson destination. Possibly, but but they really need a wide receiver. They, I mean, uh, I know they they've just needed got a wide receiver for like nine years. I know, but they need. To, we'll talk about wide receivers, and I'll, I'll bring them up. Yeah, I I think there's a chance that four. If the Broncos trade out at five, I think there's a very good chance that four quarterbacks go in the first five picks. Because they, I'll take the I'll take the under on the first and the over on the second. The the Browns are definitely taking one with their two picks. The Jets yes. traded into the top five to take one. 
Yes. So then we're basically the bet is are, are the are the Giants going to do the thing and draft the quarterback, and is someone going to trade up with the Broncos and take a quarterback? That's that's how you get the floor. So last thing on on quarterbacks, who's the most likely? Who's like got the lowest floor? Who's like going to be a quarterback pretty much no matter what happens? Is it Rosen? I I think it's Rosen, but you have the like the only way Rosen doesn't pan out in any way, shape, or form, or doesn't take a snap in the NFL is if he gets a serious concussion in training camp. That 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 would be my chip to take Darnold. That's that's where I would hedge Darnold as as your. Pretty much your safe floor guy. Would, would you want Darnold as a Ranger? A uh, Ranger. Oh my God. As a giant. <laughs> um, uh, I, yeah. I, Tim and I have talked about this. I have no faith in USC quarterbacks. The track record is just there. It. We haven't had a good one. Carson Palmer's it in the last 20 years. I believe Michael Francesa, who is now back on WFN from three to seven. Congratulations, Mike. Great, great retirement tour that you did for a year and a half. Um, yes, fucking sick. I think I think his guy is uh, not Rosen. The other one we just mentioned, which I'm blanking on, Darnold. Darnold. Yeah, I think that's his dude that I, he's been following for a couple of years. And he's like, that's the guy I would like the Giants to take. I would I would be okay with Darnold. I I think he has a lot to not a lot to work out. He has some pretty big issues in terms of uh, footwork to work out and panicking in the pocket. But if I had to pick someone who's going to sit behind Eli and their name isn't Baker Mayfield or Rosen, it'd be Darnold. I wouldn't be upset with that pick. I know yeah, nothing. I know I just, nothing again, and I think Baker Mayfield is a bust. So, Darnold yeah. was the first year where he played with expectations, and he flopped a little bit, and yeah. that would worry me. I, I, uh, I love how excited people get about the combine and all these advanced metrics and stuff like that. And I trust me, they're important. But I think in-game play is the most important barometer for future success. And Let's call a spade a spade. Sam Darnold was rough last year with a very yeah, good USC team. Um, it, the reason why I've actually warmed up on Baker Mayfield because he was a great quarterback on a great team, and that matters. And if you're not a power conference quarterback like Josh Allen, in my opinion, you have to dominate your peers. Yeah. And Wyoming and, was seven and five. And he wasn't just a great quarterback on a great team. He was a great quarterback. He was a better quarterback on a worse team than the year before. So he lost Joe Mixon and D.D. Westbrook this year, and he got better. He had smurfs for wide receivers. His tight end was really good. His line was really good. But he he did what he had to do. He dominated the competition. He dominated a team like Ohio State. And at least in the first half of the Georgia game, he destroyed them. Whereas Allen has done nothing. He didn't dominated any level he had a six a sub 60 percent completion percentage and if you're gonna blame your wide receivers for two years i i don't know i I can't get behind that yeah but he's tall got a good arm he's also he's also white so he's got that going for him yeah it's impressive he could throw 70 yards that was hard for him to do i'm really glad he's white that's really gonna help his draft stock (laughs) um let's talk about wide receivers because we haven't done that yet or do you want to do running backs first let's save running backs because they're more compelling i believe yeah, there's no real this big is, wide receiver name this year, right? Am I wrong in saying that? Uh, you're right. Uh, define define big, Ryan. Define like okay, big, so the Julio Jones, the Sammy Watkins, no. the the. No, I don't, this is a very underwhelming wide receiver class. There are two guys that I think are going to be number clear cut number one wide receivers in this draft. I want to hear this. I haven't heard your I, Calvin. I'm a I'm a big Calvin Ridley believer, um, and I'm a big Christian Kirk guy. I I really think Christian Kirk is flying under radars right now. I. I agree with Christian Kirk, although he's just a slot receiver, and we're seeing a lot more of that right now. But I, I think Christian Kirk can be really good on the right team. I mean, as much as it 
pains me. Somebody like Dallas could really use Christian Kirk. Um, somebody like Houston would be their passing game would be insane with Christian Kirk. If you have Fuller stretching the field, Kirk in the slot and your flanker is uh, Hopkins, that team would be insane. But yes, I think he's the best, one of the best of the slot receivers. My two big ones are DJ Moore. I think is the clear cut number one receiver in this class. And then uh, Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton has huge upside. See, the fact that you guys already disagree and we're, like, not even deep in the wide receiver class makes me seem like there's not that much talent. Well, my thing – my this goes back to my point of you, people just get caught up in the recruiting of the combine life. Calvin Ridley doesn't have that great of a combine, and all of a sudden we forget the fact that this guy was a dominant receiver at Alabama, a program that notoriously does not employ high-end quarterbacks. He was he was just as good, if not better, than Julio Jones was in college. And we're just going to forget the fact that because he had a poor combine, we're going to ignore what he did when he was well, actually my, on the field. My beef with Ridley is he's not Julio Jones because Julio Jones is right. Now, that, that was admittedly a bad example to say. I'm just saying this is a guy that dominated SEC defenses. Yeah. Guys like Jalen Hurts as his quarterback. And I, I think I still think he'll be really good. He's not my top two, but I, and I think he'll be good because he'll he'll survive as a tactician. He'll be. Uh, I hate comparing people to Antonio Brown, but basically a poor man's Antonio Brown. He'll be he'll win with his route running, which he should because he's an old prospect. He didn't jump out. He he has good speed, but he didn't jump out in any of the other agility metrics, spark metrics. He wasn't exceptional there. I I just don't. I don't think he will be a wide receiver one. Um, I don't think he's going to be your number one guy clear cut on most teams in the way that somebody like Odell or Julio or Dez in his prime was. I still think he'll be a really good receiver. Fair. I just Ridley's the guy that should be, in my mind, a top 10 pick, and he's not going to go in the top 10 because scouts all of a sudden don't like what they see with him when he's not playing football. And that that shit always annoys me, beyond any doubt. Fair. I, Where and, does Des Bryant end up, by the way? Just a side note. Ooh. Uh, it, I would love him in San Francisco. That would be crazy. That's actually... I, I don't think he'll go there. I don't think he will go there. If he wants to stay in the East, it really... It's the Redskins. Like, that's the team he'll end up with. Uh, but if he wants... If, he, if Des Bryant decides, fuck everything, I want to go where my talents will be used best, it's San Francisco, and I don't even think there's a second. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Jimmy G with, with that receiving core between Godwin and Des. Patriots gave him up for a second. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, well, they kind of – they their hand was forced. I mean – What? Really, yes, because – what were they going to do? Pay him another year? However many millions of dollars they had to pay him in um, in the franchise tag to sit on the bench, and they can't use it on another player. Their their hand was forced. They could have traded him at last year's draft for the thirteenth overall pick. That's all I'm saying. They could have. I think Bill wanted to usher Brady out and bring in Jimmy G, but that's a whole that's a whole thing. That's well, that's a different minutes. podcast. Yeah, for sure. Well, so who are the wide, where are the wide receiver landing spots, I guess, is a better question. Uh, Dallas is an obvious one. Um, I've seen Detroit rumored to be in the wide receiver class again. Um, it, it, it's, 
It's basically anyone who thinks that they're a skill player away in the bottom half of this first round could take a wide receiver. Um, Baltimore for sure. Yeah, Baltimore's up there. Those are probably, in my mind, your three most obvious ones. If the Niners weren't picking in the top 10, I would say them. But there are going to be too many great defensive players on the board for the Niners to ignore those. I also don't think they need it that badly. They they could use it, but if I were them, I'd want to see what you have in in the talent you have right now. Like look at a guy like Goodwin and um, oh, I love Goodwin. Goodwin's Goodwin's my sleeper. Um, and then I think Jacksonville might could use a wide receiver. They'll go second they, round though. They won't. They have so many other needs. Though. Yeah. I, so, I, I think they need one, but they could definitely I, take it in the second round. Yeah, they're, the, most of the mocks I see right now actually have the Jaguars taking more, your, your guy. I, yeah, looking at, looking at NDT scouting, they, they, they have more going to Jacksonville, which would be a good fit if they had a quarterback. But <laughs> uh, They have a running back. He should be used to it. I mean, Maryland had God knows who as their, as their quarterback, uh, and Moore still had over 1,000 yards. Yeah, Maryland, not a fun team to gamble on. No. A wide receiver we haven't talked – I his name's escaping me, but I I still love Memphis's wide receiver. I think he's going to be a sneaky good second-day pick. Who am I thinking of? Who is that? This is great podcasting. I could have looked up his name Who literally all day, hmm. and I, I didn't. I, I didn't. That That is – Is uh, that Anthony – oh, Anthony Miller? Yes, Anthony yeah. Miller's going to be – Anthony Miller's low-key – Anthony Mills is a sleeper for a wide receiver. He's yeah. going to go – if he goes in, like, the second or third round, he he could – because what, what really matters with a lot of these players is draft slot, where they're pay, taken, and the landing spot. Because if you get taken in the sixth round and you're, you're on a team where you don't have a clear-cut opening, you're not going to do much for a couple of years. But if you could take it in the second or the third round by a needy team, you have a chance to make an make a impact right away. So landing yeah. spots really de- or landing spot and draft position are really dependent. Yeah, if he goes, I, I mean, I'm going to predict if any route receiver goes to the San Francisco 49ers, I'm going to be very happy for it. But if Miller goes to the 49ers, I things will happen in my pants that I'm uncomfortable about. <laughs> have but, you looked into Equinemia St. Brown at all? No, I've heard. I've him. heard the name. Was that an, uh, is that an investment firm? <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, he's um, Saint Brown. He's like your. He's very rough. He's like uh, yeah, a yeah. piece of coal, and you're trying to find a diamond in there. But he has crazy athletic talent. Um, if he can hone that and get the right team and, and work on his craft, he can. He can be a great wide receiver in the same vein that. Uh, Goodwin in terms of just being like a speedster and having all the athletic skills a little more polished as a receiver but in in that same realm of if he can get his football mind right and he has all the talent in the world let's move on to running backs this is a stacked class Uh, Shaquan Barkley we have Nick Chubb I don't know the rest of them Greg tell me more the fact that this is a stacked running back class, which is exactly why the Giants should never take Saquon Barkley at number two. We're going to. Yeah. It, this, this, the difference between – Saquon Barkley is great, but the difference between him and someone like Geis out of LSU, the gap isn't wide enough to justify taking a top five, using a top five pick on one and potentially getting Geis early in the second round. I but Geis is, uh, Geis is probably – what would you say, Tim? 80% of Barkley? Maybe. Yeah. The thing is, LSU doesn't 
as doesn't have a lot of passing plays to the running back, so we're not really sure how high his uh, passing or receiving ceiling is. But I mean, he caught I think he caught like twenty passes, twenty four something like that. He's still a good receiver. I think I think it's maybe like seventy five, eighty percent. Not to disparage. I know I've been on the Barkley train all over Twitter and definitely in the Discord in terms of not wanting the Giants to draft Barkley. The guy's going to be a freak. He's worthy of a top 10 pick. If any running back is worthy of it, it's him. Uh, I mean, 54 receptions in his senior year, which is absurd for a running back. And I think he'll be fantastic, but not for a team that needs a quarterback and offensive line defense like, like we do. Uh, Re- rebuilding teams don't take running backs. Running backs exactly. should be the last piece you – like. honestly, running back and wide receiver are the two last positions you address in a rebuild. I think if you get a if you get a stud wide receiver who's going to be your number one for a few years, that's the only other scenario. But, you, you but otherwise, those. yes, I agree. There's a lot of drama, yeah, I know. So. Yeah, as long as we don't trade him. Uh, but I don't see guys exiting the first round. If he's there for the Eagles, there's no way they're going to pass up on him. The funny thing is, we're, we've talked. We've. I mean, Barkley's going to get all the headlines, and Geis is a guy Tim and I both like. The guy Tim and I both love is Sony Michel. First. And I think Sonny Michel is going to be Alvin Kamara this year. That guy's he, dynamic, and he's going to go second or third round. His receiving capabilities are off the charts. I, I think he'll be better than Chubb uh, if he gets the right landing spot, but just because Chubb doesn't have that receiving profile, but you never know because what actually what I saw today, he's slipping in some people's drafts because of health. I don't know why. I didn't see anything health-wise at the Combine, but – he he's, he's been him, him and Chubb have been notoriously banged up at Georgia. It was Fair. one of those things where if one was healthy, usually the other one wasn't. Yeah. And then last year was a perfect storm where they were both healthy, and we saw what happened. If you if it would never happen, but if they got those two players on the same team again, oh, it'd God. be it'd be like Jacobs and Bradshaw all over. I, and Thunder and I, I've made I've made no bones about it. If some team decides to go Chubb squared, they have my allegiance next year. <laughs> You trying, be, to be, you're trying to be chubby, Greg? I I'm a big I'm a big Chubb guy, right? Um, and I I love both Chubbs equally. I think we haven't talked to any defensive players in this draft. It's funny I was going is, there next, so yeah. Well, let's go let's go there now. Um, right. Bradley Chubb's the best player in this draft, and he will have the best NFL career of anyone in this draft. And he might think, get picked what fourth, fifth? I it looks like he's going to go fourth. Bar- Barkley is the best player in the draft, but but Chubb is the difference between them in terms of talent level is is close um but i agree with you i i he'll go fourth fifth i hope the browns take him that would be a crazy front uh oh front my god if the, if the browns have Chubb and miles garrett on both sides of the defensive line that's then, just fucking insane uh, uh whatever uh their other defensive line is uh emmanuel ogba i can't i can't pronounce that name but he those three up front is absurd i mean bradley chubb is a freak is is there a particular other player other than chubb that like with this defensive class that is impressive roquan smith for me georgia linebacker he's he's phenomenal the fact that the fact that every team is so focused on getting the right quarterback this year and we haven't been talking about roquan smith at all this guy should be a top five draft pick and he's gonna fall it's somewhere in the top 10 if the i'm gonna keep saying the 49ers because they're just in the perfect fucking spot they're a team that doesn't need a quarterback and has a top 10 pick and if they get Roquan Smith, I, th- that defense is illegal in six states. 
if they're not going wide receiver, they need to grab Roquan Smith. They need a linebacker, and they already got uh, Sherman, so they have a cornerback. They don't really need to worry about that. He, there is nothing Smith doesn't do good. He is all the tape I've watched. It's not been a lot, but all the tape I've watched is he's just a hound. He seeks out quarterbacks, running backs, and destroys them. He he's great. Yeah, and if you're a linebacker in this league, aren't you pissed off that all these quarterbacks are making you get paid less? Uh, that just sets up the rest of the, the good ones from the from the average. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I, I, this is a point I did want to bring up, um, and not to fade away from the defensive player talk because there are other defensive players I like in this draft. But the NFL draft is unlike the other major league drafts, where any other league, NHL, NBA, baseball. I think if you're not drafting just best player available, you're drafting incorrectly. The NFL is the one league where if you need a quarterback, you have to get them regardless of who's number one on your board. And then if you're a playoff team, you actually should draft for need as opposed to just taking the best player available. Now, if you want to take the best player available, I'll never say a bad word about it. But if, if you're a legit playoff team in the NFL, if you're picking somewhere 20 to 32, I, I think you have to identify what your biggest need is in the long term and take that guy, regardless I, I regardless of who the best player is on the board. Also, well, pissed me off about Reese so much because he was we're just going to take we're just going to take the best player available. We're just going to take the best player available. Why don't you pick somebody that you need? Why would you why would you pick Eric Flowers when you could have had uh, Todd Gurley when we needed a running back? Like, why are you? It's you really need to pick because there's so many players you can get at every position that could fill up your team. You don't need to pick just the best player available. If you, if that's not a major need for your team, you have to structure it from the lines outward. It's not, it's not a game of, of just stocking up on talent. It's a game of building a team from the ground up. Right. And the thing that is, I mean, the NFL is the worst league when it comes to actually playing their players because players are only valuable, only truly valuable when they're on their rookie contract. So if you're gonna, if you have a need and you, it, it's impossible to address every need you have in free agency. You have to get guys on the cheap, and the only way you're gonna get guys on the cheap is either being the New England Patriots or by drafting for need early in NFL drafts. It's the only That's way you look at a team like the, like the Saints. They do this every year. They draft, they draft positional players that that no other teams are looking at or teams are undervaluing like uh, Marshawn Lattimore last year was, should have been drafted way higher than he was. And look at what happened to their team. They were incredible. Um, and then they got Alvin Kamara. Yep. And exactly. You get, you get guys late in the draft, like Alvin Kamara, people that they pick out, whoever, whatever offensive tackle they drafted in the second round, I forget who it was. Uh, you, you got to You got to build your team. You don't just got to stack up talent because not a lot of teams are going to trade for you when you have two, like just because you have two running backs doesn't mean someone's going to trade because you can get, they can get that guy later. Like they're not worried about snagging the best talent. And and you're right. The NFL teams are, teams are bad at that, but it's, it's good in a way because you look at a team like San Francisco, who just got a good young quarterback and you look at uh, Houston, all these guys on rookie contracts, not San Fran, but the guys on rookie contracts, when you have that, you're able to build a Super Bowl team because you can just pick free agents 
and fill up your your holes when you have a bunch of rookies. It, uh, it's it's basically what positions. the Seahawks it's what the Seahawks did when Russell yes. Wilson was on his rookie contract. Yep. And now the, the, the Seahawks it, it does come to roost like within you get a five year window when your quarterback's on a rookie deal, and then at some point you have to pay your quarterback and shit falls apart. It's what we're seeing in Seattle, but the the blueprint is there. The Seahawks have done it, and it, it's totally possible to do. Uh, and I know we're on a time limit. The other defensive players I really like in this draft, um, Derwin James you might totally not go in the top 10. Question. Great job. Yeah, Derwin, Derwin James might not go in the top 10. That's a crime. I think he's going to be – him and Minka Fitzpatrick are going to be the two stud cornerbacks from this draft that we're going to be talking about for years. Uh, are we I'm a sure big, of Minka's role? Are we sure he's a corner? Uh, he might. He's going to be a difference maker in the secondary. Like I'm confident Fair. in saying that. I don't. Fair, I can accept that. Um, Vita Vey is another guy I absolutely love. He's going to yes. be a monster on the interior line. Um, Denzel Ward. Yeah, Ohio this, State's his corner. It it's just crazy. Like everyone's focused on the quarterbacks this year more so than I think any other year because again there might be three that go in the top five, but we've ignored just how talented the defensive players are in this draft and teams are going to get all pro caliber players outside of the top five because teams have fallen in love with quarterbacks. I also think it's, it's a mix of how many teams do actually need a quarterback, but then this running back class is insane. So no one, because last year everyone was focusing on defense, but this running back class is crazy. Everyone. And with the recent success of guys like um, Hunt and Fournette and Zeke, everyone's all obsessed with running backs. So you, it's all you hear about, but I think teams are very aware of the talent with guys like Chubb and V to V and, and um, Roquan Smith. I think they're aware of it. You just don't hear about it as much because it's not as attractive in the media. Final yeah. predictions, my friends. Uh, Baker Mayfield is a jet and he sucks. There you go. <laughs> um, All right. I think uh, I, I'm going to stick to Josh Rosen is going to be the best quarterback drafted in this year's class. Um, and I, I think if the Browns go... If the Browns go Darnold and Chubb... I, I'm not a believer in Darnold, but... I. Look, Josh Allen is going to be the worst player drafted this year, and he's going to go in the top 10. Wow. Okay. Do you think he starts? Out of the gate? Depends who takes him. Uh, if, if, if the Bills are foolish enough to trade up and draft Josh Allen, if there's a best-case scenario for Josh Allen, that might be it because at least they won't immediately ask him to start. But – Oh, he's, I think if he gets drafted by the Bills, I think he starts. I think he McCarron. McCarron? I think, yeah, I, I unfortunately do. I think they paid McCarron and they're going to play him. Fair. Um, but yeah, the teams that are going to win this draft are the teams that are going to take defensive players when everyone else is in love with quarterbacks. Zig, when you and, zag, Tim, any final thoughts? My bold prediction, Browns draft Darnold and Chubb and win eight games. Wow, that is bold. I'm going to be a big Brown fan if they get Chubb and Garrett. I just love those guys. They're so good. I'm already a Brown. I'm, I, if Browns get Baker Mayfield, I'm, I'm full on Browns fan. Man, I hate the NFL. Anyway, thanks for coming on, guys. Really appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow on the Garden Faithful. <laughs> <laughs> a totally different podcast. Bye. I love you all. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, 
which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.